This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Being a Thursday, it's, uh, we get to spend the next little while with Wendy Christine, a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. She's been in practice since 2005. Good morning, Wendy. Trust you and yours are all well at this time. Good morning. Good morning, Brad. Yes, we are all fortunately very well, so um, it's nice to be here, and I hope you and your family are well, too. Yes, we are. Thank you, Wendy. And uh, we've actually been having a rather fruity kind of week. We've been speaking about fruits of the spirit. We've been sharing a bit about the fruit that we don't like, and it seems like I'm the only person that uh, in this whole world <laughs> of people who've communicated this that doesn't like the taste of a grapefruit. Um, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are around a grapefruit. I know it's good for me. I just can't get over the bitterness. Uh, and we also realize that it's, it's beautiful, it's sweet, it's colorful. Um, but some people say you can't eat too much of it, Wendy, because, you know, it's full of sugar. Yes, that's true. I do love grapefruit, I must say. So it's um, just me. But there's quite a process that I go through to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't eat it that often. Um, but yes, fruit is full of sugar, but it also has fiber. So it's not all bad. Um, so if we look at how we're eating it and how much we're eating, obviously that's the important thing. Mm. So uh, when I initially contacted you, Wendy, and said uh, perhaps this is something we could chat about, the, one of the thoughts that hit me is there's this whole idea, you know, you need five a day, five to ten servings a day. And, and you often see somebody, in a, if you were to read a recipe, that say, oh, you know, and we're going to be able to, in this recipe, include such and such a vegetable, and that'll help you and your family on their way to getting their five or so servings a day. You know, as if, we've, we, as if we struggle. So whatever help we can get, we need it. Uh, so do we really need that much, or do we need way more? Well, I think we need at least five to ten servings of fruit and vegetables per day. I like to break that down into two to three servings of fruit and the rest are made up in vegetables. Um, and strangely enough, many people bulk at the idea of getting that many servings of vegetables in. Um, so it's, it's not, I think, with um, fast food, with there's not a vegetable in sight. So you might get a little sliver of limp lettuce or something. <laughs> but um, generally, you're not getting anywhere near that kind of um, intake of fruit and vegetables in our sort of standard diet. You know, they, they call it the standard American diet, but we can say the standard South African diet, I would say. Um, it's very limited in intake of fruit and vegetables. Yeah, I think there's a, there are many people who love vegetables. For me, I'm a huge fan of fruits and veggies. You know, that's I have no issue with that, and uh, I'm so pleased. You know, in my family, the feelings are exactly the same. But I have many friends who, if you look at their plate of food, they're like, "Please don't give me anything like that." The last thing I want is, to, you know, imposing on my meat and rice and potatoes on my plate is something green, unless, of course, you prepare to smother it in a cheesy sauce. You know, and and I yeah. think that's possibly our mistake is we almost don't even give ourselves a chance, or dare I say, trade ourselves to eat vegetables and fruit? It is definitely a training that goes into it because I think people, um, many people favor the sweeter um, fruits or vegetables. Mm. And we often find that people sweeten their vegetables. So if they are eating the vegetables, they're, they're either overcooking them or they're sweetening them. So they lose their nutritious value. Mm. Um, and it is, it is something, I mean, I work with obviously many people, and some people really do not put a single vegetable in their mouth. Goodness. Um, and, and for me, obviously, I'm also a vegetable lover and fruit lover, so it's difficult to understand. But we do need to understand that there are, or to, you know, to seek to understand that there are people who don't have the same 
um, natural affinity for fruit and vegetables as you know as others do. Yeah, so I suppose we could look at ways this morning, Wendy, of how we can incorporate more if, if it is a struggle. Yes, so there are some, some sort of cheats, if you like. I know that we, we speak about this when we, we speak about getting vegetables into children who won't eat them. Yeah. And basically, we can make sauces, you know, like if you are eating pasta sauces or if you are eating spaghetti bolognese or something like that, where you make up a sauce with all sorts of healthy vegetables. So you pop your tomatoes and maybe some peppers and some onions and some things, and you liquidize that and you make your sauce with that. Um, that is a way of increasing fruits and vegetables or vegetables into mm. a meal. Grating things like baby marrow or mushroom yes. or chopping up spinach fine and putting that into a, a saucy type meal disguises it, and a, a person who's not used to eating vegetables can learn to eat them that way. Yeah, I hope. I'd be quite curious if there's anyone listening, and maybe it's you or your husband or wife or kids, you know, that really, really struggle. I'd love to know who just simply says no to vegetables, because you've just said to me that there are people like that. I hardly believed it. I mean, I know there's some Wendy that try to shy away from it. Then on the other side, I know people who don't eat any fruit. That I know for a fact. I'm, I just, I just can't do it. But for me, it's. It's like sweet, some of the, you know, at this time of year, I love a blood orange. I'm a sucker for a good banana anyway, a crisp apple. Oh, don't even get me started on strawberries. Yes. So, yes, I'm also a fruit lover. It's, it's really um, wonderful to be able to eat fruit. But there are certain people who just don't like it. And fruit can sometimes make people feel unwell. Oh. So if there's an imbalance in the digestive system, for example, it can create a lot of gas and it can create discomfort. Um, so in that case, I would say, you know, Within reason, listen to your body because it, it might not be all fruit. It might just be some fruits that are particularly bad. Mm. But um, I think we, we do need to pay some attention to how our bodies feel when we eat certain foods. So is it again, and we've had this conversation quite a while ago, Wendy, but for us it's the journey of saying, okay, so I'm going to eliminate and then I'm going to add and then we'll see which one causes the problem. Is, is, that, yes. the, is that the way to go about doing it? That would be, the, that would be a good way to go about it. Yeah, and, and are, there some, are there some problems to say, well, look, this one is, you know, there are some that affect individuals, but this particular fruit, yeah, it can really be a struggle for most of us. Is there such a fruit? There are fruits that are much higher in sugar um, content than others. So, for example, grapes and bananas, mm. um, especially very ripe bananas, um, they have a much higher carbohydrate value, and obviously grapes are very, very sugary. So the amount of those that we should be eating is much, much smaller than, say, for example, berries or mm. apples or pears, um, because they have a slower release on the on the bloodstream. But ultimately, fruit does have sort of a built-in protective structure. So if we're not eating, it um, you know, should be about balance. But the, the fiber creates this sort of gel-like structure mm. within the small intestine, which slows down the absorption of the sugars. So it doesn't have that huge hit of sugar um, to the bloodstream, like, for example, um, you know, a juice or something that, or a sweet or a chocolate or something mm. like that. So fiber is the key. So uh, are you then saying rather eat the orange than, you know, take four oranges to make yourself a glass of orange juice? Yes. And the reason for that is as soon as you remove the fiber um, and the pulp, you now have just you have no protection. There's no barrier oh. for the the system. So it's just you may as well then eating a sweet. Um, so if you are going, to, I mean it's, it's fine if you do it every now and again, but it shouldn't be a consistent way to get fruits and vegetables in. Yeah. Um, and it certainly does have a, a much higher blood sugar spike than if you were eating the whole fruit. 
Sometimes we don't worry so much about the taste because we might like um, a lot of vegetables. I mean, I don't even mind a Brussels sprout, which I suppose makes me quite weird in this world. But uh, are there some are there some must-have fruits? You know that 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 you know these are definitely unproven benefits, and they're going to be good for you, and you could possibly stomach them as well. Yes. So obviously, the more colourful they are, the better. So your berries, um, your purple fruits, um, those are very good. So strawberries, blueberries, a variety of those kind of um, uh, fruits. Um, obviously, you are your oranges in, in winter. And another thing is eating fruits in season also is a, it, it's not only less expensive, but you, you get a little bit more benefit from your fruits in season because they haven't been stored somewhere or exported or transported. Uh-huh. It's another thing to consider as well when you are um, you know thinking about eating fruits and buying fruits. But most of your fruits have antioxidants, and they really have good compounds to, um, to negate the effects of free radicals in our body, which we spoke about, I think, last week or the week before, mm. which is damaging our DNA, damaging our, our cellular health, and, and um, it causes aging. So as part of a healthy diet, as part of a balanced diet, we want to have sufficient antioxidants in the form of fruits and vegetables. I'm going to end our conversation this morning with a question that I hope you could answer. I opened my fridge yesterday and there was a smell and you're like, ugh, it's the broccoli. Why, why, why does broccoli have that really weird smell that kind of like oh, oh, <laughs> stings out your whole fridge? I just, what, what is in a broccoli and cauliflower is not far behind? Well, they are known as cruciferous vegetables. So yeah. that means they are high in sulfur uh-huh. and um, it's that sulfur compound that causes that smell. Um, so that's, that's, that's the thing. But that's actually very beneficial for your body. Ah. So, you know, obviously we don't particularly like our fridges smelling like that. No. But um, it is a beneficial compound that helps our body um, work and it is also radicals in, in the body. Oh, that's thank you. Now I know. I also did us all a favor that live in the house by simply eating all of the broccoli in a stir fry. So we solved the smell by eating it. So that's what yes, <laughs> I thought that was rather <laughs> smart. Wendy, thank you. Thanks for this. And for our listeners, it'll be available as a podcast. I wonder if there are people listening going, oh, no, I couldn't even. It's hard to believe. But as you've said, there are people who simply don't eat any fruit, uh, any veggies or any fruit. So we need to at least get into that, and here's a reason why. If you need to share it with somebody, maybe you want to wait for tonight for your husband to come home and say, See, Lefi, Wendy, et gesee. Then uh, you, can, <laughs> you can check this out as a podcast a bit later on. Wendy, we always appreciate you on a Thursday morning. as Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution in Durbanville. Thank you very much, Wendy. Thanks so much, Brad. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.